So today's podcast is extra exciting. Um, We're doing something a little bit different. Usually, you know, I have one guest and we talk one-on-one, but today we're going to actually have three. Um, All three of these girls that are on here today are extra special to me, which is of course why they're here. Um, But they not only are special to me, but they attended our very first Harper Ellis Masterclass Um, The masterclass is more of a experienced group of stylists that gather and we really dive in more in depth about business, of course, perfecting the Harper Ellis method, but we, you know, dive in more on building wealth, which as you know, the Harper Ellis, wait, take that back. As you know, the We're Just Hairdressers podcast is, you know, designed around building wealth, what that actually is and building your career. So, I'm excited to chat through some things with these three, um, but I'm also excited for our listeners to maybe hear of a different perspective from someone on building their career and building their dream lifestyle, um, because I know that's kind of where we're all wanting to get to. So I will stop rambling, and we can get going and hearing from these people. Uh, But first, I want them each to introduce themselves. That way you can know kind of who they are, where they're from. So let's start with Holly. Hey, guys. Um, I'm Holly. I'm from Tulsa, Oklahoma, and I'm the owner of Drip Hair Company. And I'm super excited to be on today. (laughs) Yes, Holly, we're excited for you to be here. And then Elisa. Hey, guys. I'm Elisa Marie. Um, I'm actually originally from Wisconsin, but I currently live in Southern Pines, North Carolina, and I am the owner of the Avenue Salon. Um, I've offered hair extensions for a couple years now. Um, I started with using another company, but um, I actually met Tara as my trainer before she started Harper Ellis. And needless to say, I've been completely obsessed with her, both her and Harper Ellis, for well over a year now. So well, that's only because neither one of us can take things very seriously. <laughs> uh, what about Randy Ray? Tell us a little about yourself. Oh, well, thank you for having me on here. Um, I'm Randy Ray. I'm originally from the Pacific Northwest, kind of all over the Seattle area. Um, I'm now living and working in Nashville, Tennessee at a gorgeous salon, August Pearl. And I've been working with extensions for about 10 years now, but with hand tides, the last two, and then with Harper Ellis for this last year pretty exclusively. And it's been such a huge game changer. So that's definitely my focus is all extension work. Yes, absolutely. I want to hit on why these three are so special to me. Um, Holly, um, you're only, I guess you're only about an hour and a half from my home base as well. And when I met Holly, Holly, did we meet actually for the first time at, which, where did we meet at the, for the first time? Uh, in person, it was the class in Arkansas at your guys' salon. I yes. think it was in September. Yes. And then oh, saw, yes. And then saw you again. Um, I saw all three of these people, um, January at our master class, but Holly, I feel like since Holly's been working with um, me and Harper Ellis, you have just like, I've watched you blossom into this, um, well now, all of a sudden, a brand new salon owner. Right, right. Um, <laughs> yes, I mean, I feel like you just what, moved in last week. Your salon is beautiful. Thank um, you. But, you know, we chat a lot inside of our mentorship, and I just feel like, 
you know, our conversations are very different than what they were when we first started because of your growth. And so um, your dedication to your career is something that attracts me. And um, I'm excited for everyone to hear from you and hear from your perspective. Um, with Elisa, <laughs> Elisa, like you said, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like we are friends. I mean, we're, we're all three are friends, but Elisa, you crack me up. Like you, you came, um, you know, to one of our classes and then you actually came to a one-on-one with me this past year. And I loved our time together because, you know, I could look at you and give you the, I feel like the cold, hard truth about whatever it is we were talking about. And you were like, "Uh uh-huh. Yes. Got it. Got it. We're going to, we're going (laughs) to, and you know, you even mentioned that a couple of times. You're like, I like it because you tell me what I don't want to hear. And I'm like, well, I guess that's that's what I'm here for. Um, but you know, you have like taken what, we have taught you, I feel like, and, and all three of you guys, that's why I wanted you here, um, you know, taken what we've actually taught you and implemented it to your own businesses. And, you know, of course, the result in that is exponential growth. And so, Elisa, you're one of the, I love people that are coachable. And that's the thing about you. I feel like you are just so coachable, but um, you will take something and put your own dreams in it and your own spin on it. And you're just you all the way through and through all the time. Oh, um, thank you. That re- that means a lot. Of course. No. And then Randy Ray, you're like the redheaded spitfire powerhouse. <laughs> 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 I, I always tell Rachel in the office, I'm like, I swear. Um, I know that I'm a spitfire. I'm redheaded, you know, of course, too. Um, but I feel like Randy Ray takes it to a whole new level. Like you are such a powerhouse. I mean, you have built your business. I have, I've watched you. I know you've been in this industry for, you know, a long time, but this past, you know, year or so when, that we've been working together, your business is uh, unreal. And you share like numbers with me. I love that. Every time I get a message from you, I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, girl, you're killing it, which I'm not surprised. Um, but yeah, you three are just, I feel like the example that this industry needs to actually create your dream life and so that's kind of what we're here for we want to encourage other hairdressers to you know create their dream life so anyway so I'm gonna stop rambling again <laughs> hey if I ramble too much in this podcast y'all just let me know um, but I do, <laughs> do want to ask you guys questions um because I want to talk about the master class but I'm going to ask you guys some questions too about your own your own careers and what you've done to accomplish what you've accomplished so Let's just dive right in. Perfect. Awesome. So um, let's start with Randy Ray. I want you to start with telling me a little bit about how hair extension specifically has changed your career as a stylist. I mean, it's changed a ton and specifically working with Harper Ellis because I've kind of worked with extensions for the last like 10 years or so, like I said, uh, but it's been just random eye tips and tape-ins. I never did anything crazy with it um, but taking that first class one is just a killer method and killer hair so thank you <laughs> um, but then a lot of the business and the branding uh, the marketing all of that is really what took my business and tripled it and all, all those numbers that I was sending you uh, it's just crazy what it's done to my business so seeing that um, half of my salon now is certified in Harper Ellis because of it because they've watched my growth yes I love it 
Um, that's and that's the thing with you. Like I said, you've actually and I love that you do your numbers. Like a, a hairdresser that does their numbers, <laughs> I'm just like we are going to be besties because I run my whole life on numbers. My husband's like, you're so annoying. You don't have. I mean, it's just I know it's crazy, but it's something that we truly need as hairdressers. Um, Absolutely. And you know more education as far as you know running your numbers because numbers tell a story and num- numbers tell the truth. You know. Um, so with Elisa, I want you to tell me a little bit about how extensions have changed your career, because I feel like you have really dove in, in the last, I mean, I would say eight months to a year, um, you were certified for a little bit, but didn't exactly dive all the way in, but you're all the way in now. And I want you to tell me a little bit about that process. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So when I took the initial class, um, it, it was amazing. But I am the type of person that I'm, um, I thrive on diving a little bit deeper and um, going in one on one. So that's when, of course, I came back and I did the one on one. And then everything after that just started clicking for me. Um, there, There's not really anybody in my town that offers a luxury hand tied extension. So um, I have more options as far as the services I get to offer, um, knowing it's a luxury service. So um, it's elevated me as a stylist as to where I used to be as a stylist. And I always have this, I need to grow, I need to grow, I need to grow. And so I really feel like Harper Ellis um, and the masterclass and the one-on-one really helped me grow more and now I have the ability to give women more confidence and I get to give them their dream hair um but not just that but it's the one thing that people always don't like to talk about is you know how you create more wealth you know I feel like money is kind of that oh taboo but um I'm able to create more wealth now than I was previously I love that um I I mean, hitting on that, you know, I know you and I have personally have talked a lot about wealth, um, you know, with each other. And I think we kind of align on what we feel about wealth or how we feel about wealth, um, which is, you know, more options. It doesn't, you know, money doesn't buy happiness. Sure. Like, let's go with that, that slang. But honestly, it does. It buys me happiness because it makes my life a lot easier in the options that it gives me. Um, And, you know, we've talked a lot about that as far as you know the last few months but you owning your own salon and I know salon owners that are listening right now um you know there's a lot of challenges financially that comes with owning a salon and do you feel like extensions has made that a little bit more peaceful for you as far as you know not being so stressed out financially uh absolutely because you know it, it one it just it excites me when I see somebody, I see a move up or in a new install on my schedule. I'm like, okay, yay. I get to give somebody their dream hair. Um, but it just, I have dealt with so much anxiety in the past that I think 2020 for me was really kind of figuring out how to deal with that, how to, you know, push past it. And I definitely feel between, um, the class, the one-on-one, and the master class just kind of, I was like, okay, now I have my purpose, and now I can run with it. Yeah, 
Absolutely. I think that's a great point too. I mean, sometimes we're not always like headed, we're, we're in it and we're, we're in the middle of our career. We're doing all these things. We own salons. We have our own businesses behind the chair, but it's like finding, you know, what is our actual purpose and what are we here to do? So I love hearing that from you. Um, Holly, <laughs> I, I want to hear about what, how extensions have of course changed your career, but I feel like, you know, whenever we, we're together for the master class. You're like, I'm thinking about opening a salon, um, you know, asking me questions as far as that goes. But then like all of a sudden you just open the salon. And so <laughs> I was like, hell yeah, girl, get it. Um, but I, you're just like a make my dreams happen kind of girl, which I am too. I get it. I love that. So I want you to tell me a little bit about how extensions have changed your career as well. Um, kind of like the other girl said, you know, I've, I've been doing hair for almost seven years and I've used other methods before. I've probably been doing it for about four years, but um, with Harper Ellis, you know, for the past, I don't know, probably a year or so. Um, and my goal has always been, obviously, to make more money, grow in my career. I've always wanted to op- open a salon. So I would say they've definitely helped with furthering my career in that aspect. But um, with hand tied specifically in the Harper Ellis method, I've always worn extensions myself, you know, used all different kinds and one of the things was that some of them weren't so safe, <laughs> weren't so good for the hair. And so with this method, I feel like I'm able to truly give my clients good quality, safe hair. And a lot of my clients um, come to me, you know, I've had a child, everybody knows things get weird if you have a baby, <laughs> your hair falls out, <laughs> things like that. And so, you know, I've gone through that myself. And so I think with this method, not only is obviously the career going further great, but I'm able to connect with my clients a little bit better on a hair extension level now and give them, you know, like Elisa said, their confidence back and things like that. That's always been my goal is to make people feel better about themselves. And so I think I'm truly able to do that now with the Harper Ellis method and do it safely and know that I'm giving them luxury, but you know, you don't have to compensate anything like they have with other extensions. So I think that's how it's taken my career um, a little bit further. I'm able to, I'm able to connect more with, those women because I've experienced it myself so yeah and and those are your people right I mean those clients are your people that's the what that's what gets you excited to go into work every day gets you out of bed every day what about you know financially do you feel like hair extensions have kind of set you to a whole nother level to be able to do those things like open a salon and you know care for your family all the things that you do um do you feel like extensions have helped that Oh, definitely. Um, a lot of people know, if you know me personally, you know, I'm a single mom. And so when I got into extensions, I wasn't expecting it to take off like this. But I think just because of the education you guys have offered and specifically the masterclass training, because um, it was, you know, business related and things like that, I felt like I was truly able to take off and feel confident, not only in my work, but as a business owner now. And so um, it's definitely, definitely helped feeling confident, being able to push yeah push it all absolutely and I love that about you Holly like you're the single mom you're a salon owner I mean what I call an actual badass <laughs> <laughs> and I, I could imagine like I, I'm not even with child yet I will be at any second now but I'm like I could not imagine doing you know doing all that by myself owning a salon you know all the things but um you know the one thing that I love about you is I feel like you you know you're you put the fear away and you just kind of go for it. Um, oh. If there was someone else that was looking to do the same, like, oh my gosh, I'm kind of scared to take that leap. 
um, you know, to open a salon, what would you tell someone that wanted to do that? I would say definitely get your ducks in a row. I know I kind of shotgunned it, it seems like, but, you know, I've been thinking about it for a while. Oh, yeah, and um, I would say just make sure it's what you want to do. There's, there is a lot of responsibility that comes with it, but I was lacking, I feel like, confidence in certain areas, which is part of the reason I took the master class because there's so much more than goes behind, you know. It's like with the podcast you talked to Shelby about. She makes it look so easy, right? But there's so many things, I'm sure, behind the scene, you know, that she goes through. And so I think that would be my advice is to make sure you really sit down and think about how you want to do it, how you want to execute it, um, and get everything in a row, which is why I took the master class because I felt like it gave me a lot of opportunity to understand behind the scenes. A lot of things like, you know, Randy runs her numbers. I didn't know how to do that till the class. So I think it's very important to understand what you're jumping into before you jump into it. But um, I'm glad I did it. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely been it's definitely been amazing for me and my family. But my advice would be that if you want to do it, make sure that you're ready for it. Yeah, I love that. I um, asked uh, another entrepreneur the other day. Um, I was like, you know, if someone wants the encouragement to do something, they're like, first of all, if you need words of encouragement, you shouldn't be an entrepreneur. <laughs> and I was like, okay, touche. I was like, got it. <laughs> but, you know, I feel like that's what you are. You're like, first of all, I'm like, I'm ready. Like, we're just gonna, we're, we're just going for it. And I know you've, you know, thought about the salon opening thing for a while, but I loved, I loved, loved seeing you taking that like leap of faith. Um, so speaking of the masterclass, so, um, Tell us, I want you each to tell me, um, you can start with Randy Ray, about what you took away from the masterclass that was the most valuable to you. The most valuable thing to me, um, honestly, was like that marketing and that branding. That was kind of where I was lacking before. Um, obviously, the method I learned, you know, in that first class, and then I'm already kind of a numbers geek anyway, so I kind of feel like I had a good handle on the business side, but trying to really figure out how to brand myself so then it makes me memorable. Um, just so many things that Caroline had taught us just clicked and I just took every little bit of note, anything that she told me, I applied all of it. Um, and then working with Casey and harassing him constantly, um, he's always checking my ads for me and everything, mm -hmm. but getting that going and then seeing it snowball effect and actually seeing the returns now is, that was the biggest takeaway. And like, I'm so thankful for all of that so much. Yeah. How important do you think it is that you have the whole picture? Like, of course, cool. We learn a method. That's the craft. We have the great hair. We have all of the things. But yeah, the marketing, the branding, the ad advertising, the, you know, all the things. How important do you think it is to have the whole picture? You have to have all of it because I was doing just the hair part before, but it didn't. I was so I was struggling. I was trying to get anyone to get extensions and it just. I don't know, you have to do all three parts. I actually was telling one of our girls, um, she's actually going to be signing up for your class here real soon, but I was telling her that, you know, to really take advantage of all the parts. I'm like, you're gonna learn the method, but make sure that you really take advantage of the branding and the marketing and all the things and apply them all so you get that wheel rolling. And yeah. it's just amazing to see it all work together and they all do build on each other. So Ooh. you have to do all three. Absolutely. and. You know, because I feel like as artists, we are so in this, like, thing where we're just like, oh, well, if I'm really good at it, then I'll be the busiest. And I'm just like, that's not at all what it is. I remember mm -hmm. starting mm -hmm. off and, like, having the 
the craft training where I was like great at it, but I didn't have any butts in my chairs that were paying me the <laughs> money that I needed to pay me to, you know, pay for even the education I had. So, right. um, I love that you've found, you know, that, that big picture. Um, I, that's exactly what makes you so successful. And also I know you learned this during the class, but like your branding lately is gone. Uh, every time I see your stuff, I know it's you because of your little, and I don't even think it's like a honeycomb background, but it's like a grid mm-hmm. background. So boom, there you go. I know we talked <laughs> about that during the class, but I'm like, every time I see Randy Ray stuff, I'm like, oh, that's Randy Ray. I don't even have to see your name. I know it's you because your branding is so strong. And I love that. So of course. Um, so Lisa, what about you? What is the biggest thing you took away from the masterclass? Oh gosh. Can I say all of it? (laughs) Please. Yeah. Um, um, I guess for me, like going into it, um, I was stuck and bored and I'm, I'm definitely like, I'm a, I want more kind of stylist. So I always have to be growing and changing and learning. Um, and I'm not one, I cannot stand to be stagnant. So when I saw that everything that was going to be offered in the masterclass, I was like, okay, this is exactly what I need. I have the method and I can do the method on, you know, my, my guests, I can practice it at home. But what I really needed was that branding, that, um, advertising, just putting it all together and knowing like, what does your dream income look like? And just actually sitting back and going, huh, like I never really thought what my dream income, I'm just like want to pay my bills and be happy and do all the things. But um, when you get down to the nitty gritty, it was like, okay, so I really want to figure out what my dream income is because then from there I can kind of craft how I'm going to do my branding, how, you know, who am I going to appeal to, how am I going to advertise? So kind of everything altogether was like, I don't know, for me, it was like, okay, now I can finally offer my guests a luxury experience. Um, So, like, prior to attending, my main goal was to um, just be more confident and concrete in exactly what I wanted going forward. And, um, you know, we know that plans can change and shift along the way. But I really feel like after that class, I, I, I had it. Like, I was like, okay, now I'm not just a stylist. I'm a stylist. Like, I got this. You're a badass businesswoman. I am. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I, I, and that's what I can see for you is it, um, you know, created an actual roadmap because I love to dream. You guys know that. I love luxury things. I love all the things. And so the dream life is easy for me to dream up. Um, But the actual roadmap to getting there is what I love to teach other people. And, um, I feel like you're just following that. Every time I see a post from you, I'm like, get it, girl. You are. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's part of your roadmap, you know, living your dream life. So I love that answer for sure. Um, Holly, what about you? What is your most valuable takeaway from the master class? I would say my most valuable takeaway was kind of Caroline's whole thing, kind of like posting uh, with a purpose and why you're posting and who you want to engage with and I think that's something I kind of struggled with before is I was just wanting to throw things up on my feed right to get more views but I I've stepped back now and kind of you know made my grid out like we've we talked about in the class and 
I'm posting less, but getting more. Yeah. So I think that's something I took away because you just want to, you want to get engaged. And I was posting too much where I wasn't grabbing the clients that I wanted. I was just posting to post to be seen. So I think that was my most, my most valuable takeaway from the class. Um, and then just kind of breaking down numbers with you and kind of, it's something I've never done before. I went uh, straight booth rent when I got out of school. And so I never had anybody kind of lay out the business side for me. It's kind of just do it on my own, figure it out as I go. Yeah. And so I think that was something that was beneficial for me, even though I've been out so long, um, because it broke down where I'm at versus where I want to be. And implementing that in the salon now is I think a huge part of how I've grown in the last few months. And so I would think that I would say those are my two, my two biggest takeaways. Yeah. I loved, I remember sitting with you at our like round table dis- discussion <laughs> and I remember you, you were just like, I got to change some things. Like it was just it was <laughs> like, the, <laughs> it was that discovery of like, Oh, oh yeah. So mind you know, head. Yeah, in order to get here and, but you know, it's, I get it. I've been there, you know, I'm just like, okay, cool. I have this, of course, dream income. Like I want to make X amount of dollars, but how, and how am I getting there? What is my formula and what Mm -hmm. actually am I doing? That's not working. That's getting in the way of me getting there. So, um, I loved seeing that light bulb go off in with in the masterclass with you. And even you came over and sat with me, um, at that table towards the end and, I was just like, I love this girl because she, her wheels are turning and (laughs) that is like the best thing ever to see for sure. Um, so I want you guys to tell me like specifically, I guess what has changed for you since the masterclass? Like what's the biggest thing that you left there and you know, you're still, whether it's, you know, you're still on fire that you're still making some changes, but, um, what specifically, what changes are you making from the masterclass that is just like turning your career around? Randy Ray, you can, you can go first. Um, I've actually, I've really taken myself a lot more seriously as a businesswoman, really. Um, before I was just kind of doing hair, I was still bartending. So I was just kind of, yeah, just doing hair just to see what kind of money I could make, I guess. But now actually sitting down and making it more of a business plan. Um, I had quit bartending, so I had to make it actually (laughs) bring some money in. So trying to work smarter, not harder has been my number one motto for everything. And so since that class and since the master classes, really just kind of lit that fire. Yeah. Um, I also saw, did you already hire an assistant? I did. She started last week. Yes. Yay. (laughs) Uh, Because that was one thing that we talked about a lot. And um, I know you and I had even chatted about that before the master class. Um, mm-hmm. and you were just like waiting to turn that page. And so when I saw that you were doing that, I was like, yes, I, yeah. how, I mean, how's that going? It's actually amazing. She's actually done hair. Um, she was from Michigan and she's already has some hair experience. So I really just kind of threw her, threw her into the, the wolves there last week. And it's like, this is how you take out extensions. This is how we do some things in the salon, ready to go. And she's been great. And I mean, already my numbers from last week, again, with the numbers, um, I've Love already girls. doubled a lot of my services. <laughs> We're going to come back and have a whole podcast about numbers. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I, you know, I know assistance is like such a big, um, you know, thing in this industry. People, you know, how do I hire it? What, what do I do when I do hire it? 
Um, I get it. I mean, and I have failed so many times with assistance. Oh my gosh. And it's totally my <laughs> fault. If I have any other assistants out there that have we had to go our separate ways, I will take some of the blame because, um, you know, it's a hard, it's a hard thing to do to lead someone. And so I loved seeing that change, you know, since then, um, and coming up with your own program, all the things. So, oh, yeah. um, so go you. For <laughs> Thank you. That's fun. <laughs> For sure. What about you, Elisa? What has been the biggest change since the master class? Oh gosh. Um, well, I I've done a complete 360 on my social media. So um, yes, there again, <laughs> like I just feel like I was back then. I was like, okay, cool. I'm existing. This is great. Um, but now it's like, okay, this is this is purposeful. Like everything is posted with a purpose. Um, and I plan everything out ahead of time uh, on a social media calendar and it, it takes some time. Um, and I get a little bit of frustration when I'm trying to create captions, but then there are some days like when I sit down, it just flows. So, um, but it does, it does take time and, but it's, completely paid off and I have gotten so many more clients in my chair just in general by um, switching around my social media but I think um, another great thing is I have also hired an amazing assistant and um, she's going I know I'm so excited I like adore this girl she I can tell her to do something she does it she will do it before I've even thought of it like she is just she is amazing. So she is going through my uh, brand new salon assistant program that I have. Um, so, and like, she's literally been such an asset. Like I never realized that I needed, I thought, oh, okay, well I can do this all myself. Cause if I have to rely on somebody else, this is, I can't do it. But like now every assistant after her, I'm just going to be like, oh my gosh, I'm just going to be comparing to her. So she, <laughs> she just, she is like, I can't say Big enough things about her. She, yeah. yeah, she's great. That's amazing. And you know, all of that, I love that, but like you probably have no clue how much you're changing her life. You know, um, that's the one thing we talked about a lot in the masterclass is like, you know, if you're outlook is for someone to come in and just help you make money like please don't hire an assistant you know but doing your due diligence to help someone else change their life and their career and create their dream income is is even uh, it's rewarding you know first of all on our end but um you know who doesn't want to change help change someone else's life for the better so i definitely see you you know doing that for her and i think that's amazing absolutely like i'm 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 so excited for her like i guess i can i cannot wait to see where she goes and of course you know i'm just going to throw her into a harper ellis class soon so she's going to have that too that that is throwing them to the wolves actually (laughs) (laughs) that is i totally understand no i love that bring her on i will be so happy to see her um what about you holly tell us what your biggest takeaway from or the the thing that you've taken away the most from the master class um kind of what i talked about you know in the last question i, I feel like it really is my marketing and the posting and stuff because i feel like ever since i've changed that just everything on my books has changed so i would feel that was that was my biggest takeaway and just the confidence and the understanding of everything and why i'm doing it yeah um, and my goal setting you know before it was just kind of like well i want to get here someday or I want to open a salon someday, you know, and I yeah. feel like after the class, I was able to kind of put everything on paper and understand why 
and how I was going to get from here to there uh, when I wanted to. So I think that was my biggest takeaway. Absolutely. You've definitely, since then, you have made your dreams a reality. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I mean, I just remember like getting that message from you. Like, okay, so I'm opening. I'm like, heck yeah, that was a long (laughs) and I am so excited about that. Go big or go home. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. You know how I roll. So yes, absolutely. Um, So I want to ask you too, Holly, what is something that you would change about our industry if you could? Oh, hmm. I think what I would change, and it's kind of, I feel like it's worn out, but the like the true community of a competition, and I feel like it is going in the right direction now, but I just feel like that's another thing I took from the class was like a true community and like a sisterhood because, I mean, just like the girls on this podcast, we talk all the time, you know, behind the scenes and in our inboxes and texts and stuff like that. And so I think that's something I would change. Um, it's just that there is room for everybody. And so it's awesome to be able to bounce ideas off people when they get to that point where they can truly make a community because I know there's things I've asked Elisa and, you know, me and Randy have talked and I'm sure they've talked to other girls from the class and we've been able to push each other further just because of that. And so that's definitely something I would like to change and make better going forward. Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, that's one of the other, you know, main reasons behind this podcast is, um, and I always say, you know, during my classes, I'm like, you know, I feel like community over competition is so overused. And so, you know, people say it all the time, but, you know, do you actually walk the walk? Do you actually... Um, mean that when you say it and so I feel like you guys are a perfect example of that Um, and you you know you met at a class which I think is unreal you guys are all at like opposite ends of the country and you know I just think that's so cool so I love that answer Um, what about you Elisa Um, what is something you would change about our industry oh well I mean I, I love I actually love Holly's answer because um I just felt like sitting in that sitting in the master class was like these are my people like every single woman that was there brought something different to the table and the fact that it was just like we all felt like we were bonded by the end like I just I love that but um besides that um I would love if people changed their view on and I know it's like taboo but uh, their view on money and um the fact that a lot of stylists don't like to talk about it um they don't want to talk about how much they really want to make they don't want to sit down and and again you know like randy ray runs her numbers like they just don't want to sit down and do that they don't want to have the real talk um but if we want to be real about it, money is how we afford to do things, period. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, how we afford to travel. It's how, how we afford to have children. It's how we afford to pay basic bills. And so we really have to get down to the nitty gritty. And um, it's hard to hate something that we actually need in life. So just being able to sit and have honest conversations about, you know, hey, listen, I, I want to make this or I, I really want to do this and, and sitting down and creating goals and doing that. You know, I just I just wish money was not such a taboo sort of subject. Absolutely. 
I love that. That's the one thing I'm also trying to change about this industry. (laughs) (laughs) Wealth building. Um, So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's so important. So, so important. What about you, Randy Ray? What's something you would change about the industry? Uh, What I honestly would love to see is uh, more education in tracking (laughs) and doing numbers and all of that. Um, Because what I see is almost every new stylist usually has to have two jobs. I always bartended and did hair. A lot of the new girls in my salon had to, you know, be waitresses or do other things until they built their clientele. Well, with how we track our numbers in our salon, how we build, um, I really do believe that, you know, tracking numbers, if you're watching them, it's going to grow because you're actually aware of what's happening. And so if there is more focus in that and actually knowing where it's coming from and how to build it and how to fit those clients around. And um, I think it could really al- take away that um, that need to have a second job in that very yeah. beginning. And so, yeah, yeah I just want to try to find a way to get some more education with that. Yeah, well, okay, cool. I'll write that down right now. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, you're exactly right. I mean, it's hard enough to balance what we do, you know, day in, day out. And then, you know, some, some of these women and men are leaving their jobs or their hairdressing jobs and going to another job. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I just, you know, can't imagine. Um, I know how mentally strong you would have to be to have to live, you know, that lifestyle, especially go to bartending, like, holy moly, you talk, you think you're, <laughs> if you think you're, cli- I used, I bartended for like six months and I was out. I was like, look, I, no way. If my clients take out as much energy as possible. I can imagine going to the bar and having to <laughs> cater to those clients there. So, um, I love that you have found that. Um, you know, that you can do, that you are doing this full time and not only you're doing it full time, you're freaking killing it. So, <laughs> um, so excited for that. Um, so I want to know each of you, Randy, or I asked you first, if you weren't a hairdresser, what would you be? Oh, I'd still be downtown bartending on Broadway for all the bachelorette parties. <laughs> but there's got to be a lot of fun in that, too. Oh, cool. There's so much I can tell. Drive to the park. She said, oh, I'd still be down on Broadway. <laughs> I love that. I mean, honestly, though, I, I bartended at the most not, I mean, there's like old men coming from a golf course. Okay, I probably would bartend on Broadway for bachelorette parties. Oh, okay. It's, it's chaos. <laughs> I love that. What about you, Elisa? I know your answer, Elisa. What is yours, though? Oh, girl, I don't know if you really know because I swear, like, I will say that I, all the time I self-diagnose myself with ADD because I'm literally all over the place about this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I have so many ideas written down of things that I want to do, and I'm like, hmm, how do I make that happen? So, um, I don't know. Like, I... I love photography, but I am seriously above all else. I am completely obsessed with the gym and athletic wear. And I am also obsessed with the idea of writing a book and doing motivational speaking. So like, I know it's like, how in the heck does that all come together? (laughs) But like, oh, are we going to put on our gym clothes and go to the gym and then motivate? Yeah, it's like, I'm all over the place. (laughs) I knew it it had to be one of your answers had to be the fitness thing I mean I don't know that I would sign up for your no I would sign up for your (laughs) fitness stuff I'd be so scared of you though I don't even know (laughs) if I showed up at 5 a.m and wasn't like 100% I know you would just kick my butt so you would be an awesome fitness trainer and what I need especially after this baby I'm gonna need a I know girl let's do it let's do it (laughs) what about you Holly 
So if I didn't do hair, I would own a boutique. Oh yeah. So Ooh. one of the reasons, yeah, one of the reasons I got into hair was for you know obviously confidence. And after, like I you know mentioned before, after having a baby, you know, stuff gets weird for most women. So you know we lose we lose our hair and stuff like that. So we put extensions in. But one thing is after baby, your your body changes. And so something I know or I've seen that lax is a boutique for all sizes. You know, most of them you walk in, it's small through large, but they're large as a small. And so as a size woman, I want to walk in to a boutique and, you know, walk out looking like a bad bitch. So if I didn't do hair, I would own a boutique for all sizes to walk out looking good. Well, hey, now you have your own space. so Right. I mean, I might have something on my sleeve. I don't know. Okay. I'll be coming shopping. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Um, So one of the last things that I want to ask, you know, on this podcast, it was built around stereotypes. Like I... And as you guys have known the story, um, you know, I was sitting in Vegas, was totally stereotyped by a guy, asked me what my husband does because of all the luxury brands that I was wearing. And I was like, really? I have a great husband, guys. Don't get me wrong. He he does do a lot, but he does not buy my Gucci. (laughs) Um, And so do you guys each have a story where you've been stereotyped for being in this industry? Um, I'll start with you, Randy Ray. Uh, so I actually kind of stereotyped it myself when I got into it. Uh, I was in high school and saw that I could go to a tech college and go to beauty school and it looked like fun. I thought it was going to be a hobby. I actually kind of put myself in that category. I didn't think, I didn't think of it as a career, but I was yeah, like, okay, cool. I can just do it in high school and this will be fun. Uh, and I kind of did it to myself. I love that. I've never got that answer, and I love that because the people do that all the time. It's like the yeah. easy way out, you know. It's like, oh, hair hair school sounds like fun. I'll go play with hair all day. That's exactly what I want to do. I didn't didn't know a real, a real college that I wanted to go to or do or a real job. So I was like, oh, I'll just go do this because it looks like fun. Yeah, I love that. What about you, Holly? Kind of like a spinoff on that is you know I always liked being in the in you know hair and makeup and stuff but I was a high school dropout and so that was kind of like my thing I'm like well I'll go to beauty school and I'll just see where it goes and you know my mom was so pissed right I told her I'm like okay, cool. <laughs> and I was like well I like doing this stuff I'm just gonna see where it goes and if I don't like it I'll just go work my way through college but obviously you know that didn't pan out but you know when I got out of school and started working it was kind of like the stereotypes are brought on me I got asked all the time well what's your real job are you you know, what what else do you do? You know, kind of like, you know, mm-hmm. we've all gotten, I'm sure at one point, but I think that would be my, my stereotype I've got is what, what's your real job? Real <laughs> job. I'll show you guys real jobs. I don't recommend dropping out of high school, but what about you, Elisa? Back in 1998, when I was in high school, I was just getting ready to graduate local photographer, I'm going to call it his name, Mr. Harmon, in my hometown, uh, um, he had asked my mom what university I was attending after high school. And um, she told him that I was going to a private beauty college to become a stylist. And his response to her was, oh, you can't let her do that. She's too smart to be just a hairstylist. She's not going to make any money. How do you feel mm-hmm. that about it? You're going to have to support her. 
And so my mom told them that she was happy that I'd found something that I really wanted to do. But um, then she marched her ass back home and told me exactly what he had said to her. And she knew the kind of person I I was, I am. Um, She, my mom knows that every negative thrown at me is fuel to become better. So, um, and I've always had that strong personality at that a lot of people may not get or like, but she knew I wasn't going to stand by and let someone else's uh, words determine my fate. So um, I kind of made it that mission from that moment on to prove to this man and his stereotypes that they were just wrong. Um, So when I went to cosmetology school, we were required to go uh, five days a week, but they were open six days a week. So I went six days a week. Um, Of course you did. (laughs) <laughs> yes, I <laughs> because I was like, okay, let me learn all the things and like I got to prove this guy wrong, like I know what I'm doing. Um, so and and it was it was crazy cuz that was like literally my mission is I wanted to prove him and his stupid stereotypes wrong and to go ever I was going after everything he thought I couldn't have or wouldn't have. So whatever he was thinking in his mind, I was like, well, I'm just going to do better than that. Um, so I made it my mission to take on the hard things. Um, I I have literally spent money on my career when I didn't have it, like, at all. Like, had to put it on credit cards, had to pick up extra hours in my job. Like, I I just did it. Um, and I went on to spend tens of thousands of dollars getting my Master Color certification with Go Well. Um, and then I found Harper Ellis, and I was like, okay, let's – now we're doing this. Um, but – I just, like, I don't know. I just, like, I'm one of these people that I'm like, other people's opinion of us are really none of our business because they're just that, they're opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> to end that, I was like, okay, well, um, I'm going to go home and I am, I'm going to finally confront him about what he said all those years ago and tell him what I accomplished. And then I found out he died. Aww. So, um you know, it was unfortunate because I really like it was one of those things that if I could have stood in front of him and had a discussion with him, it wouldn't have been an argument. It would have been um, thank you for lighting a fire inside of me with your assumptions, because for almost 23 years, your yeah. words have kept me going. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Arch nemesis. So, That's what like, I call that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, I, I don't know, I guess to those stylists that might be stuck or are not sure what they want to be or, you know, they're just starting out. Uh, never let anybody tell you that you can't do something. And don't let other pe- people's opinions or words have any effect on how you're going to live your life. Um, unless you're going to use those words, obviously, as fuel to keep going. But, um, you know, just work hard. Work hard. And if you're in this career, you're in it because you love it. And don't let anybody else tell you you can't do something. Absolutely. I love those words, Elisa. I I mean, that's just that's the truth. Um, you know, a lot of times as stylists, we are, you know, stereotyped to be just what all three of you said. And, um, you know, it's not about, you know, just like you said, if I would have had a conversation with, with him, it wouldn't have been an argument. It would just been a conversation. Um, and I love that. You know, that's, that's what we are. We're classy women and men in this industry. And we don't have to prove people wrong. I mean, we can. We can prove people wrong by our actions. But... Um, you know, it's not about going back and, and, and saying what we need to say. Um, and you know, I think that's how we beat it. That's how we beat this stereotype that sometimes we get stuck with is 
just go out and do your thing and stay in your lane. And so, mm-hmm. of course, that's what you did, and you're killing yep. it. Um, <laughs> but I get it. I get it. We we get stuck in the stereotype thing all the time. Um, so, yes. So I am going to kind of wrap this up. I want you guys to tell everyone um, where they can find you. But before you do that, I do want to say for all of our listeners, you know, these three are in my opinion and my definition of actual powerhouses and women to look up to that, um, you know, I, in my, even in my chair now, I don't, I don't want to look up to women that kind of portray that they have it all together all the time because Mm -hmm. none of us are like that. If, if you're, if you have it all together, we need to chat because, um, I need to know what you're doing, obviously, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, you know, I, um, you know, and you, in my eyes, you three are just the definition of people that are going to find a way and pave the way. And so I was just more than honored to have you guys here. And, you know, I want other people to hear from people like you that are so real and are actual happy to help other people, you know, to move to, towards where they want to go and to create what we call our dream lives. So mm-hmm. um, I want you guys to tell everyone where they can find you, um, because if you're a hairdresser and you're lost or if you're a hairdresser and you're just needing more, reach out to these women because they are so beautiful inside and out and they will help you get to where you want to go. So, Randy Ray, tell us where they can find you. Oh, wish. Well, first off, thank you for those words. Gosh. <laughs> um, I'm on Instagram. It's going to be the easiest way to, to follow me, find me, contact me. It's Randy Ray Styles. Randy is R-A-N-D-I-R-A-E. Um, and yeah, feel free to reach out to me about anything and everything, especially numbers. Um, I'm really good at <laughs> putting yeah, together plans for you. So if you need that help, I, I got you. Yeah, absolutely. What about you, Elisa? Um, well, I want to thank you so much for, um, having us on here. Um, I loved it, had a great time, but, um, I am also on Instagram and I am under Alisa Marie dot hairstylist and Alisa is spelled A-L-I-S-A and then it's M-A-R-I-E dot hairstylist. Um, that's my personal page. The salon page is the Avenue Salon NC. I love it. And Holly? I'm on Instagram as well. Uh, my Instagram username is driphair.holly. Holly with a Y. <laughs> Holly with a Y. Um, I love it. You guys are phenomenal. And I'm going to probably have you back each individually at some point because we have so much more that we could talk about. And I know that people want to hear. So, um, again, I appreciate you so much. And thanks for listening to episode 15 of We're Just Hairdressers podcast. I'm Tara Harville reminding you that building wealth from behind the chair is attainable.